Happy Halloween. It's an absurd holiday. Oh, yes. Putting on costumes and striking fear. Quite absurd. Welcome to the spooky season on the Batman Book Club. Yes, we're in October. Yeah, you heard that. The ghosts are already haunting uh, the recording. Uh, welcome to the Batman Book Club. It is spooky month. We're kicking off spooky month as we have. This is the fourth the fourth year of doing it where there's going to be some fun Halloween-ish type episodes coming out throughout this month. Uh, I am the host, Ryan Lauer, as you know. Uh, the Batman Book Club is part of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that we all, even Peter Vera, love to frolic about in our free time. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. So if you want to support the show and help support the show, keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study, go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. And again, I want to give a nice shout out to the latest patron to support the show, Nicholas Belavko. Again, I am sorry if I butcher your last name, but Nicholas, uh, never expected, always appreciated. Thank you for supporting uh, the show on Patreon. So as I said, thanks for listening to episode 168, the short Halloween as much as I would love for this to be another episode covering the long Halloween, we're going to shorten it up because uh, my guest, um, I didn't prepare any kind of fun uh, seasonal nickname for this guy. Um, so we'll just, I don't know. He's a uh, hallowed. He's all a hallowed. Hallows. Yeah. The all the ha- hollows. Haas. I don't know. It's Ryan Haas. Ryan Haas. <laughs> I came I tried unprepared to, to give you anything. So, uh, Thanks for coming back to Batman Book Club. Yes, I am. I'm glad to be here, especially for, you know, this show is kind of built on tradition, or at least we like to you like to mention things here, like appearances on the show or Mm -hmm. guests, um, appearances, numbers or things like that. And spooky season is is kind of, I guess, the most longstanding tradition of the show. If you discount like, you know, Peter Arvera um, monthly recap appearances. (laughs) Uh, the, the spooky month, I mean, precedes that. I mean, I, I try to do a Christmas episode, but that came after yeah, spooky month. So, I mean, this and is it's a the, challenge because a Christmas is episode yeah. is one spooky month is yeah, up four, four spooky <laughs> Batman comics per year. So There's, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And I think you and Garrett, um, you guys have the biggest challenge because, Pete and Justin sank their teeth, no pun intended, into longevity. Tr- so into Pete like, did Haunted uh, Night, trilogies. a three-parter. Yeah. And, yeah, and Justin did Red Rain and just continued with that. With so the this year they... two vampire ones, yeah. Yeah, and this year you, or 
they had a challenge to try and think of something and um pete's makes a lot of sense um and seems like a bit of a softball justin's was challenging but i'm not going to say it yet because is it this might... the first one do you know yes this is the kickoff to spooky month Ooh, yeah good and if the one with justin works out it's going to be fantastic so i don't like to say batman something kill happens. thriller <laughs> kill thriller yes we do read thrill killer uh, backwards it's uh gonna it's damn it cats out, we of, run out of ideas <laughs> yeah a good one but yeah no i i look forward to spooky month and i mean it's it's the same cast every year you garrett uh pete and and justin and yeah it, it mm. becomes challenging but as it also is great because it does deep dives into stuff that i haven't read and i mean it's it's yeah. it does what the show intends to do of get you to read stuff that you haven't read before so and i hey, love it i'm doing like and hey you know like that moment in beetlejuice where he just like steps back yeah. just like hey that's me right <laughs> yes. now that's me right now i'm just like, hey if this month like this is getting us the batman book club aficionados to have to dig deep you know yeah. hopefully it's it's maybe i mean some of these are are not necessarily deep cuts but it is it's a themed deep dive that is for yeah. sure yeah and, and, and it's exciting and so for yours, I think it's, I mean, I guess you could almost say like, it, it's very fitting that your choice kicks off the month because it definitely says yes. what, what we're, what we're doing. And then also your pick, I think if you remember, might've been birthed last year. It was. And I got okay. lucky last year because, and I forgot you, you were, you have a better bat book memory than I, uh, thankfully, because which is good because this is you know your podcast. But I uh, was upon searching for my story last year, um, mm-hmm. I came across uh, a second story and made sure to mention it to you. And you were, and I was like, oh, great. I'll just save that for next year. So I don't have to think about yep. it. And this year came around and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And you're just like, oh, you're covered. You already had that story. I'm like, oh, thank <laughs> I did. I said like, oh, you're, you're covered. You're covered. You already did that story. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Scarecrow comes to town from Batman 66 exactly. series. And so, yes. yeah, within that, you even mentioned uh, the story that we're just going to go ahead and hop into now from Batman 66, the comic series. It's called The Short Halloween. So let's give some quick um, background info on this beast here. The Short Halloween. Um, it's there's a lot of fun notes to go along with this one. <laughs> yes, uh, this was released in 2014. First, digitally, uh, it was Batman 66, chapter 46, written by Gabe Soria or Soraya. I apologize, with art by Craig Russo. That's how I pronounced that. Um, it was later physically issues no or maybe it wasn't included in a physical issue that's we tried right. didn't we try to look for a physical issue and it would was yeah not. yeah because this is a this is a strange where it was not in the you, trades you duped me because you picked this one and i said egghead yes because it used the the egghead cover because the batman 66 digital right. issues it was pretty much like every two digital first every two or three is like makes one issue yeah and one so physical issue it didn't do its own cover it just took the egghead cover from the story that preceded it and so i thought it was an egghead mm-hmm. story and then it was mm-hmm. a son of a gun to try and track down because mm-hmm. clearly i have 
so I I did not buy. Remember last year we talked about Batman oh, sixty six. Yes. I said I was going to buy the omnibus, and I still oh, haven't yes. bought the omnibus. Oh <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. Ooh, we, see, it looks so nice. But I opened the, this beast last year. Last I'm holding, year, yeah. For the for for the listeners that can't see, I opened my Batman sixty six omnibus to read the Scarecrow story, and that is thankfully where I found the short Halloween. The imprint. short Halloween. Yes. So. Prior to the omnibus, there were five volumes released in hardcover of Batman 66, covering mm-hmm. all covering the whole series, later released in trade paperback. I have volume five because mm-hmm. I was at a uh, a store last year and they just had random comics. It wasn't Ollie's, which is oh. surprising. Ollie's had volume four one year, but I didn't have any of these hardcovers, so I didn't get it. because I'm like, oh, man, this is going to make me have to track down the others. And volume one was expensive. That's right. And, blah, blah, and then blah, it was blah, like, blah. might as well just get the omnibus. Yeah. And so then volume five, though, it was at some it was like some ridiculous. They had a bunch of them and they were like two dollars. So I'm like, I'm just going to buy this. And I got volume five. So trying to track down this issue. Um, and was it in volume five? It So everything says it's in volume five. OK, I do. I had to I put my volume five in storage so I couldn't go grab my physical volume five. But favorite app of all time, Hoopla does have volume five. This mm-hmm. story is not included in that. Despite everywhere on the internet oh, saying that it's included in volume well. five, it's not included in the Hoopla volume five. So then I'm kind of like, I highly doubt my physical copy has it if the digital version doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I can't confirm that until I get my hands on my my physical copy. So um, it is available in the Omnibus released a few years ago that one Sir Ryan Haas has and one Sir Ryan Lauer wishes he had. Um, it's not available on Hoopla. Uh, it is available on DC Universe Infinite, Ooh. and it is available to buy digitally. Now, whew, Ooh. there's all that background oh, info. Yeah. Ryan Haas, yes. what version did you read for this episode? Uh, Pete Vera, I can safely say I, I'm probably back in his good graces because not only did I re- read this sucker physical, but I read it in, in the omnibus, nice. um, that, and I, which is where I discovered the story last year in, in looking for uh for halloween stories um mm-hmm. so yeah i was lucky and i as i mentioned last year i i was a pretty avid reader of batman 66 when it first was released because it was a digital first series and i was happy mm-hmm. to buy those digitally especially because they you it was one of the first big prominent ones for dc and it had a heavy artistic use of the page transitions for that digital art which tied in really well to the batman 66 aesthetic it was a really cool uh bridge gapper between the live action you know Mm -hmm. comic book interpretation and a physical comic book um but i did but i but i ended up falling off of it you know um Maybe, you know, if I'm looking at the omnibus, I'm sure I said this last year, but looking at the omnibus, I probably fell off around a little bit before the midway point. Uh, mm. And because the art just started to not be as consistent as those yeah. first few, you know, kind of like kind of echoing the Batman 66 show itself. You know, it started with a bang. It was very like had a very clear vision. And then it not that it got bad. It's just <laughs> it it having. Just, 
warehouses with black backgrounds because right. <laughs> they couldn't right. afford right. anything else. But, then, but you know what? What's cool is that now that it's in this crazy omnibus form, it's got everything in it. And reading some of the stories, they it's such a love letter to even that era and all eras of Batman 66 where it even dives back into the the absurdities and the weirdnesses of of even the production values of later seasons like it's absolutely they even explains things that they didn't need to like um it reconciles the john Aston riddler with the frank gorshin riddler it does all kinds mm-hmm. it, it has a whole story that explains like it's like the story of the of the beginning credits like that has a whole story <laughs> you know so it's fantastic and yeah. i'm glad that i ended up getting the omnibus I know, I, and I think know, I need still have I a lot to, to just, read. I just need to go do it. Yeah, I just need to yeah, go man. do it. I need to do it. But so for this, for this episode, for me, then I just spent the dollar ninety nine Comicsology, mm-hmm. but it yep. came with a bonus because it <gasps> it became like it was still. I thought it was beyond this point when they stopped doing it, but no, it was just like at those early um, issues of reading it digitally is the um you tap it you get the background picture you tap it again enter the dialogue balloon tap it again you get uh-huh. the other dialogue balloon yeah. so you get the interactive so it does stuff, have which is really more, cool more than yeah. you'd expect okay so that that was a nice surprise for me um because it, i don't know you take your time with it a little bit more it's you're you're not getting ruined by seeing a splash page before you get there reading wise you know because you I, have yeah. to just tap one at a time so i mean it was fun yeah. and um that's so that was a nice little perk for me and buying it digitally. Uh, when was the first? <laughs> I know these questions sometimes it's really funny. When was the first time you read this? <laughs> the first time I read it was last year. Oh, you did uh, read it last year. I did oh, read okay. it last year. Once I saw that it was in fact very short, I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> read this real quick. Uh, I don't know if I read both both of these stories and just pick picked one, or maybe I just was like, oh, Scarecrow, I gotta do Scarecrow. But when I found, as soon as I found this, and saw how short it was, I did, I did read it at the time, um, and thought like, okay, yeah, that's that'll be a, that'll be a cool pick for for mm-hmm. next year, you know, you know, part of me wants to, oh, I'll just save it for even later because I don't want to pick the same story, but you know what, it's been a year and I, everybody else has a theme, so I might as well stick stick with it for at least two two years. Yeah, there you go. Uh, for me, like I just said, the first time I read this was two weeks ago. I think maybe two mm-hmm. weeks ago, um, because sometimes, especially if I haven't read something before. And I'm going to do it for this episode, I want to read it really close to the recording time and then mm-hmm. hopefully have enough time. And when it's something like this, it's like, oh, OK, I'm going to be able to read it again. Oh, yeah. Um, especially with how how short it is. Yep. Um, it's yeah. as they say, you know, in Wayne's world. So it's not just a clever name. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true. It's a yeah. short Halloween. Uh, and then maybe the most challenging of these three questions, Mr. Haas, uh, mm-hmm. why the short Halloween? Why the short Halloween? <laughs> well, let me tell you, Citizen Lauer, um, it it's fun to do Adam West voices on the shows, and I need excuses to do so. Um, Batman 66, I think, is always going to have this transcending, like it transcends being overrated or underrated at this point it's it's one of those at the it is is one of those essential batman pillars of batman interpretation and this series 
has done a great job in cementing that legacy along with um the show obviously and the movie and the animated series that have come out like this and the of course living on through you know the the action figures and the current um McFarland stuff like it's it's such a it's sh- it's one of those things that you wouldn't think would be as timeless as it is because it is so of the 60s yeah but it, you only kind of get that when you watch the show like mm-hmm. when you see like the public facing stuff it's just very iconic 60s characters and almost caricatures of of batman and robin and the villains um and it it's great that it endures because we have all of the other more mainstream popular grounded batman takes that are the like the core primary like takes on the character so it's great that this exists so we always have that kind of frame of reference to look back on and to have new stories about because they still have a lot of worth and have a lot of value. And it's, it's kind of a cool thing because it's not like, can you imagine if instead of Batman 66, they were like, Hey, let's just start doing new Batman stories. Like they were from the forties, you know, Mm-hmm. where we had super comics code authority and stuff like that. We don't and um, and that's a weird thought to me. Like we don't really have that. What we do have are stories like Grant Morrison's Crazy Batman Run where he took a lot of that stuff and recontextualized it uh for for modern storytelling, you know, that we've got mm-hmm. reinterpretations of the Black Case book and Dr. Hurt and uh, you know Man, yeah, Zerunar and Mandat, that kind of, that kind of thing. So it is one of those things where it it's um this is something DC didn't have to do and it's surprising that they actually did go through with doing something like this and being successful enough to have an omnibus worth of material and obviously has paved the way for yeah. things like Batman 89 and Superman 78 um the adventures it's just, it's, Batman it's just, the adventures continues exactly two, exactly season three exactly it, it's 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 showing that these it's it's great to see where in as far as Batman books go you know mm-hmm. this being the Batman book club of course is is to see the reintegration of other adaptations of this material getting reinterpreted back into the source material not just in like the monthly comics but in its own series, um, it's a really cool thing to see. So um, I'm not going to credit this, them as like, the question. like they, so there's, yeah, there's a lot to chew on with what you said, because let's go with DC did what they didn't have to do. And even doing this series. Right. And I think they struck at a, whoever was behind it, they struck at a very good time because that was also around the time that the rights issue on the show got figured out oh, and you got yeah. that amazing Blu-ray set. How do we exploit it with it, Adam West and Burt Ward still around? Exactly. Also. And then, I mean, think about it. Of I think you can kind of credit. There's like a 66 resurgence around this yeah. time with the comic, with the rights of the TV show. And then we came the two animated movies, you know, That's it was right. like for that. For People were waiting for it. 
for that four year so period unavailable. of time, there mm-hmm. was no, I'm not going to go and exaggerate and say another source of Batmania, but it was like, it got, it, it got pretty popular, especially in the nerd sector again, mm-hmm. in a couple of different ways, which is really exciting and fun. And so I think you can, you can credit that. I'm not going to say this comic book series is the sole reason, but it's a part of it's, it's I think a it's, contributing factor. Yes, exactly. I think it's a big yeah. contributing factor and the way that they did it was so well. And then it was recognizing that through the comic medium, you can like this could continue on and you don't have to worry about, um, you know, the other the the physical looks of people, their their voices or anything, because it's mm-hmm. it's print. And then, I mean, you can expand outside of the um, strictly Batman 66. And I mean, and look at what this did of like it ended up doing crossovers with Green Hornet, with Wonder Woman, with, 77, Wonder Woman. with the man from Uncle. And then right. outside of that, even right now, TMNT, the 80s cartoon is like they've re restarted the Saturday morning adventures comic mm-hmm. book series with this, mm-hmm. like with their original look, Gargoyles, uh, Darkwing Duck, like Power Rangers has Power had Rangers. With some really like, good ones. Yeah. All of these is just like more and more. We so had a Green Lantern like... and Star Trek uh, collaboration too, <laughs> not that long yeah. ago. Yeah. So I mean, it's I'm again, I'm not going to try and um, I don't know, just over exaggerate some stuff like that and, and say it's just it's funny when you look back of kind of like, huh, like just a big contributing factor. I yeah. think the '66 series is, and then now yeah. to narrow in even more of like what they were allowed to do because they had so much like content they could create. You were able to pull out a very seasonal fitting issue last year with Scarecrow, who we never mm-hmm. saw in the actual TV series. So that right. was awesome. And then by discovery of that, we got an even more fitting for Spooky Month, a Halloween issue, <laughs> like absolutely through and through. So absolutely, I mean. That'll about do it for this episode. So you want to go ahead and plug, yeah. you know, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's such a short story. I do, I do feel like some, some extra discussion about the context. It, obviously it will help. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, this is a pretty nuts and bolts. It's not even the, a full issue. Right. Um, Version. It's a half issue story. Halloween night. Uh, We don't even get the names of the main two characters. Uh, It's brother and sister basically and you mean it's batman and robin batman and robin my bad sorry uh we're on halloween they're batman and robin batman and robin are brother and sister uh it's julius and julie (laughs) it's fun because the it starts off with the the boy it's time to go trick-or-treating he doesn't know what he wants to make for and these are the fun nuggets that i have so much of of batman 66 to read um for the first time but i do know i've read enough of like the fun little you know the little cute things that they do and how Mm -hmm. a bat flies across his window that's his i shall become a bat moment yeah and then he dresses up as i'm batman an omen yeah exactly (laughs) yeah ryan haas is here uh this whole episode with his adam west impressions Um, i have to pay lauer five dollars every time i do it (laughs) there's there's little nuggets like that that are sprinkled throughout which I'm always the biggest fan of. And I've said so many times on this of not beating you over the head with it, but it's like nerds like us. Right. We'll get it. And it right. enhances, it enhances <laughs> the story for us, but it's not hanging by. You have to get this reference to keep following along. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, just starting off with that in itself is a fun little one. And then meanwhile, behind 
um, Superman, and I love this. Who gets taken down in this? Superman does, not Batman. Of course. Um, a kid dressed up as Superman gets his uh, candy stolen by Joker and Penguin. My goodness. Um, so then it becomes... And then, oh, so the the brother, he dresses up as Batman. He's got to take his sister out trick-or-treating. Total Hocus Pocus vibes here. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Like, through and through. And he talks the sister into being, I'm Batman, so you got to be Robin. And she said he got, he said he has to give, he'll give her all of his candy this year. And she said also next year. Um, so a slight deviation from next year, Peter Pan with tights. You know, that oh, was, yeah, Hocus that's Pocus. right. Hocus Pocus is brought up. Um, for Garrett Grev, biggest fan of that movie. There you go. Um, so I actually yeah. watched. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, I know this isn't the Smallville book club, but uh, or watch club, but uh, <laughs> hashtag you know. But yeah. like, I am on season four of my Smallville rewatch, and I just the witch got, episode. I just passed the witch episode, and it was just as goofy, like goofier than I thought. And it it's it's a it is a sixty five percent hocus pocus ripoff it's nuts where they have like basically all three you know lois and lana and chloe all get like possessed by witches and it's three witches and you got the one serious one and the one you know ditzy one and the one goofy one right and they're just like i'm like don't they don't they try to sexy them up too they sexy them up and but they even they're like why are we wearing this later on the episode and they even do like they do like the witch walk together and they like do like a turn around, like into camera thing where they like do the sp- It is like so ripped. It's been, Hocus it's been quite it's a while suit. since I've, since I've watched that. I've watched it. Like, I've seen that one a couple of times. End, kind of like Clark it, but... is like, you know, the, the kids are out of town. Every time they go out of town, it's almost like a Batman 66 episode. It like is so self-aware, you know, every time yeah. the kids go out of town, like something bad happens. And, you know, Jonathan Kent's just like Clark, what happened? And he's just like, <laughs> dad it was lana this time it wasn't me you know there, there was a witch and she put a spell on us and it was and he's like clark witches you know and it's like it was almost like the show was like have we really jumped the shark we're doing witches now you know yeah um, i think it's but, usually deemed as like the worst episode of the series it's it's and something I don't, else i don't I, know if i can say that because it's been so i've got confirmed nor deny because it's been a i mean while. i also will say like i didn't hate it but yeah you know i'm like the show semi kind of earn it but it's also one of those things where i can say well you know what this was back when they had to do like 23 episodes. hours of television like you, season, gotta, you so. gotta turn them into witches like what are you gonna do yeah it's oh, halloween man. it's probably aired around halloween too i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think you're right so for this batman and robin are on the case to solve the um there's so much great i mean just like fitting with the with the show of um I was doing this earlier today. My brain was not connecting uh, where it is like three words in a row, but all starting with the same letter. What's that terminology? Oh, in, um, alliteration. Alliteration. Thank you. Cheapers. Uh, but yeah, alliterations throughout, which are great. Uh, they're Point on the case. Purveyors of perfidy. Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah. You'd think that I could just. I won't be able to get to it as quick because it is like tap, 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 tap on oh, my iPad to, <laughs> to read it digitally. <laughs> I don't have that omnibus. I should have bought it. But they're on the case to to solve this. And as they first hit the road and they go talk to Superman, you tell me if you got the this vibe as well. The mm-hmm. kids behind them. Mm-hmm. Did you not get the peanuts? 
Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, especially with what happens later in the issue. Like exactly, yeah, and set it up quite well. I'm glad that it came back around to that. Yeah. So what I'm referencing specifically is behind Batman, Robin, and I'm taking forever to get there. There we go. Behind them is so not even, and this is why I instantly thought of it because of the oh, there's ghosts, and then there's a witch, there's a witch mask, green witch right. mask, and I'm like, okay, right. that's that's Lucy. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, okay, it doesn't fully match with the whole cutouts or whatever. And I'm like, but I'm just gonna say it is, and then we'll get we'll get to it later on out of how it kind of like brings itself back. I was kind of wondering if the the bear in the spacesuit to the right was supposed to be something, but I came up blank. Yeah, it's probably some reference that we don't know. It's probably like Calvin and Hobbes or something. And yeah, some of those totally things. screwed. People up. say Calvin and Hobbes is great, but I. I haven't partaken in, in it. I haven't. So. I haven't read much Calvin and Hobbes. The little bit that I have, I, I find it pretty like fun. But yeah. Um. So anyway, so they need to. They go to the garage. They bust out the bat cycle, which is great. Um. Interesting that Robin's on the front. Robin is the one doing all the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, whatever. It it allows Batman's cape to flow out, and that's what's most important. Especially as a kid, you need that cape moving. I kind of wish they would have done that, like with the with Batman and Robin proper in the actual show. Like have some mm. double bat bike and actually yeah. flip it, and have Robin have to like pedal like really hard while Batman is like just riding on top. Like it would fit the show's like tone really well. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he questions uh, Frankenstein's monster. But mm-hmm. this diminutive dragnet soon uncovers the truth. A diminutive dragnet where he talks to a hobo and another guy. Uh, and then another group of kids dressed up, which one of them is dead man. So that was a nice, oh, nice yeah. little touch. The Joker and Penguin took my candy. So we're finding a bit of. Um, oh, honey. A bit of honey. Yes. <laughs> it's a it's a crime spree <laughs> happening on the streets of Gotham. A crime um, spree. Candy. I see what you're yes. doing. <laughs> wow. Can't stop with the candy. Plants. Okay. All right. I got it. I said that some some things were unplugged, but they're reconnecting. Here we go. It's a kitty crime wave. Um. So we now here's where we we come back to. It almost makes you think that it's this is supposed to be the Linus because of like whatever the green little stuff above the ghost who's sitting on the sidewalk. Um. Sad. Of like, oh, is that supposed to represent a uh, stinky? No, no, no. Pigpen, not Linus. Damn it. Unplugged again. <laughs> the the ghost is thinking, but they come up to him and there's that like fox. There's like a fox now in the back, too. Which I, that And that's, that's right. part of that's part of my problem of I'm always looking for their little Easter eggs. It's sometimes like, dude, it's just a kid <laughs> dressed up. It's it's nothing. Yeah. Just move along. Well, then but again, <sighs> then again, you looking at the Easter eggs and talking about them have have now resulted in comic book creators putting you on comic book art as easter eggs so i understand so now you're all is on the look this is true. i don't know if this has reached the show yet but i know you've been no it'll be later later like the last wednesday in october is when i hopefully get my hands on the variant cover number c letter c by john Somariva of saturday morning adventures teenage mutant ninja turtles number six where lauer and tbbc is in graffiti on the mm-hmm. wall you have um, been immortalized. Immortalized with turtles. 
Yeah. I told my mom about that fun story and diversion. I told my mom about it and she wants it. She's like, I don't care how much it is. Find one for me. I she want wants it. to so frame my, it. My mom wants, she wants a comic book. That's <laughs> damn yeah. it. I will find it. Yeah. That's John amazing. Samariva, way back. Uh, first year, 2020, November, 2020, Garrett and I got to talk to him on this year's show. Awesome guy, uncle John. Mm-hmm. And he's doing, he's working on some secret Batman thing. And whenever that does get announced, he said, he'd come back on here and he'd talk about it. I can't wait. I and I'm going to tell him like, I need to make sure I get my hands on two copies of this Ninja Turtles comic book. I need it so bad. So hopefully I find it and then I'm going to plaster it everywhere. All right. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere on this. It's like, I've had a whole bag. of. Uh, I mean that candy. I know, but that, but it's good. It's like, it's like a grab bag of treats, mm-hmm. right? Like that. And again, that John Summer, that that Batman Ninja Turtles adventure is like chef's kiss. It's yeah, good. I've been rereading it. Um, that and Turtles, because I've been on, you know, turtle fever oh, these past yes. few months. So the the kid whose candy was stolen, he he tells the story of what went down to Batman and Robin and how it was Joker and Penguin stole their candy. Um he got clobbered and then they took his bag. And then so when they left, they mentioned something about the hollow. Take you to the setting. Okay, well, this is something that's pretty fun. So when the when the dialogue box comes up, and I'll mm-hmm. show you mm-hmm. of I tap it once. Oops. Oh. Oh, wait, it's not it's not popping. There we go. Kind oh. of that's hard to see for you. But Robin, you hit it a couple of times, she's blown a bubble of gum. Yep, and then oh. it pops. Oh wow! That's a fun little. Oh, it's a fun little deal. You know? It doesn't omnibus. happen on the omnibus. No. Wow. The the power of digital. Don't in tell Peter. Well, said just that. so you know, like in the that's really cool. I mean, really, the, it uh, is. It's it's a fun little like perk. It's, you know, it, in the just for completionists for archivists' sake, like in the um, like they should have had a flap. You know, ooh, in the omnibus. Yeah. But in the omnibus, it's it is it is a uh, pre. It's like it's full, full bubble. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I mean, it makes it like it's a motion comic essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, pending. I mean, pending. Maybe people just want to like turn and the whole page is laid out for them. But for me, I find it as a fun little deal. So you've got Robin yeah. who just pops up, blows a bubble, splats in her face, and then yeah, turning the page, and then you get the setting of which also means that they have the constructed hollow. the artwork with because sometimes they'll make artwork in comics uh, and they won't draw the things like underneath where the speech bubbles are to, mm-hmm. you know to so they don't have to waste yeah. time because yeah they don't have to art. waste time and space but for this like i, I just it. saw like they like the whole characters are drawn so then the the speech bubbles get superimposed on it later so that's that's a pretty cool touch yeah and so in it i mean also a benefit of that is i got a oh. no dialogue shot See? of the hollow with the bat signal now you got me doing the reverse ryan lauer and thinking oh i need to get the digital version <laughs> Dollar ninety nine. It's a dollar ninety nine. It's so worth it. Just, yeah. I mean, go for it. Or DC Universe Infinite. Oh, I've got that. It. Oh, I'm just it. screenshot it that way if you want. There but you yeah, go. there's the hollow with the bat signal is great. I love it because I mean, it it resembles fall. Yeah, uh, that's a good fall Batman phone wallpaper. You know, and then I don't think you can see it here close enough. But Robin's yep. eyes. Yep, he's looking. That's ahead. fantastic. Tap it once, and her eyes are looking the other way. Another fun. I gotta say, hook with that. I'm impressed here. (laughs) For as short as this, two dollars well spent. For as you know, I'm gonna tell you the listeners right now. If you haven't bought it, 
And I would say if you are, I'd get this thing. Yeah. You know, I'm about to get it. Or just two. I can't I can express it. $2 and it is like a motion comic as well as. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to keep doing this. This should just be a video <laughs> episode. Uh, you've got Joker and Penguin talking yeah. um, on that next page. You hit it, yep. you tap it. Oops, I went the wrong way. You skip it. Oh. Boom. Oh, they come dude. busting out through, through, the the, through the bushes That's fantastic. in their own little Batmobile, little That's go-kart. Fantastic. Oh, and their heads great, move. That's great, great page. Great page. Man. Love it. Um, Batman. Oh, uh, they don't take them down. And I'm I'm just taking like a scene by scene here, so you can take over yeah. or interrupt whenever you want. But the chase is on. Up a tree. Well, Penguin tries to throw the bag of, his bag of candy um, at him to stop him. It doesn't it doesn't work. He tells <laughs> Joker, "You need to ditch your bag." And Joker says, "Not a chance." And Penguin says, "Why not?" As they climb up a tree house with a rope. And Joker says, because it weighs a ton, that ghost kid really hit the candy jackpot. This is and of course, and of course, the Batman Bat Kid is crawling, climbing up the tree, yes. just the same way that Adam West Batman would climb up the side of a building, you know, with yeah, the bat rope, which is awesome. The cape is is completely like down as it should be, just like in the show. <laughs> Everybody knows this. This panel here is, you know, exactly what they're doing. Um. Yeah, which I bet yours has him higher up. And it says, we've got him now where I've got the initial shot where he is a little lower. And then it, I tap it, it, it again. Like, and he's a little bit the higher. Grass. I see the grass, actually. Okay. Uh, Joker smart cuts the rope. Batman falls. And then it's kind of like, what's the next course of action? But then, you know what? That poor ghost, he got a rock. <laughs> Again and again and again. Yeah. Tying back to the very beginning to where that justified my, you're damn right. That was, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's right. The very beginning. You know that that's <laughs> right. what that's from. And I was like, okay, good. It wasn't me trying to think um, too much, but the reason that the candy bag is so heavy, it's full of rocks. This uh, bat bro, he, he devises of, or was it? The rises. We can't climb this tree, and Robin says we don't have to climb up. We just have to make sure they can't get down. So look at that. Yeah. Robin's a smart one here. Yeah. Well, just like in the show, like Robin's always the one that would solve the riddles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it says, "Then my animation doesn't have her hands. Then you hit it. It's, it's got whack. a midway. Yeah. And then you hit it again and says, "We call on the authorities." <laughs> and when you're a kid, who are the authorities? Parents. The parents. <laughs> yeah. So the I think if you're yeah. speed reading this, you're not going to pick that up. But it it was a good punchline. Yeah, definitely. and definitely something the 60s show would do. Mm-hmm. And it's totally fitting. It justifies. I'm like, yeah, why, but why would I can also see that I could also see the 60s show straight up getting Chief O'Hara to come arrest. Oh, OK. Kids. That would be kind of hilarious, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, now, at you at the beginning of reading this, I'm asking you from a year ago. In my head was, I knew nothing about this, mm-hmm. and I couldn't skip right to the end because you know oh, I think it even says on here it. it's like 134 taps or right. something like <laughs> that. Um, right. But I'm like Batman and Robin are the payoff in this. Oh yeah, yeah, it like, has to be like halfway through. You're just like this is like a like a Batman 66 esque version of I've got Batman in my basement. You know that's the closest yes. analog I can Thank think you. of. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. even have that in uh, one of my notes. I'm like yeah. this is total. I've got Batman in my basement. Yeah. But uh, 
uh, but, but yeah, they've got to they've got to show up at the end. The three ghosts. I don't know what happened to the witch. Lucy went home. She got her candy and went home. <laughs> but three of or the three ghosts and Superman joined Batman and Robin going back uh, to their house, which has a great carved pumpkin with the bat symbol. And um, the mom says, I expected you home over an hour ago. You have some visitors. And so like, oh, uh, we know we know what's up. And then you see you do see a nice like um, shadow. And then ta-da, it is the Batman and Robin. It's an, and then um, Batman gives a speech as you'd expect, and then Robin reacts the way you would have. Gosh, somehow. Batman! Let's just give him the candy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like shut up, give him candy. <laughs> it's Halloween, and then it's you end with a nice shot of them all sitting on the porch. And Batman's eating an apple. Batman's eating an apple because <laughs> of nutrition, of course. You know? From all of us here at Batman sixty six, have a bat-tastic Halloween. And that is the short Halloween. There you go. I basically just read the whole script um, outlined to you all, but short as promised and sweet, like short and sweet, like the candy. That's right. And an apple. It's totally fitting to the style of this comic, um, which is then leads to the style of this show has a fun little um, nods throughout. Like I said, and I didn't even Hoss, you read the one. I read the diminutive whatever, but I mean, there's a bunch of alliterations throughout, which are also oh, yes. very fun and fitting. The nods yes. to the show, nods to, you know, the uh, dead man, nods to the Peanuts crew. Uh, it's just, I, they pile up a ton of really just fun stuff that makes us a breeze of a read. And then yeah. it can be also just fun, an interactive read if you get the digital version. Yeah. So. Spend two bucks on your iPad and make that a Halloween, a pre trick or treat Halloween thing. If you, if you have one that has kids, absolutely. Or if you're a grown up that just trick or treats, <laughs> you won't, re- you won't regret it. Uh, That's right. Haas has the omnibus, but I guarantee mm-hmm. he's going to, you're going to oh, spend totally, that $2. <laughs> I to- if it's, if it's in that format on infinite, I'm, um, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I'd be interested. So check it out and let me know if Infinite c- follows the same thing or if they just do mm-hmm. scans of the whole page. Mm-hmm. Um, curious what they would do. Because maybe I don't know, maybe that's a whole... I mean, now you're looking deep into the engineering of it all. Of yeah. If that's something now that I they know, can like do if you or have, no. If you have... Oh, gosh, it's the other tier. On the Ultra tier, you get like... Ultra. The... um. It logged me out. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> Infinite. I can't ultra. even log in. If so, if you get the ultra tier, you get Omnibuy also, which is oh, fantastic. Um, okay. Well, I can't log in right now. But you might be able to get it both ways. That's right. That's right. So, all right. This is a fantastic Short story. Halloween. Yep. Anything, anything I didn't I, mention you didn't get to say? Any thoughts so at all? So, I would also give a particular shout. And this is this goes for all of Batman 66 uh, comics. But they do have a, they also put a marked um, emphasis and appreciation upon all of the caption boxes and mm. the descriptions. So every time you see like, like if you want, look at the beginning of this story, you know, he's, every time you see like the bat logo and it's the, they have like the narrator and what's his name? Desmond Doomsday. They'll have Desmond Doomsday's um, narration. Halloween in Gotham City, a time for ghosts and goblins to roam the streets in search of spooky fun and sugary snacks. Like, 
Yes. You have that. If you want, you know, if you've seen the show, you know what that voice is, which of course is William Dozier producer of the show. Um, But when you read these and you know, that's what that narration is supposed to be. You can't get that out of your head when you read this, which also it adds to the flavor of making it feel like a Batman 66 episode. Yep. And one thing, one exercise I, I, I did throughout this too, is just tried to imagine like, well, what would they do if this was a real 66 episode? And um, well, maybe that can tie into, if you ask another traditional Batman book club question. Ooh, I'll have some questions here in just a moment. Okay. Everything. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point too, of extending beyond, of course you can hear Batman and Robin at the end. You can hear Adam Weston, Burt Ward, Burt Ward. There we go. Burton Jervis saying that uh, dialogue, but then yeah, absolutely. Of the soon, our costume caped crusader and his kid sister sidekick are staking out the haunted hollow. You know, sort of yeah, exactly. And and at the beginning and all of that, and that's a nice little touch as well with the with the bat symbol, which itself, I mean, seeing that outline, it just makes me think the like the transition music (laughs) with it, you know, and all that. Yeah, they. You'd think I'm not going to say that anybody I'm not going to speak for anybody just mails it in. But I mean, with as much stuff in digital first as well. And at this time period of 2013, 2014, I'm not exactly mm. sure how well digital sales did. I mean, right. I mean, they were first, really I have pushing no idea. It. They were, and really they were pushing really, it. Yeah, really pushing it. The amount of like nothing in reading this. And I'm just going to talk about this one only because that's what we're talking about now. Nothing about us says, you know, like lackluster or like, let's just get it done. It was like, it was done with care. It was done by fans. Like, and I think you can, you can spot that when you read stuff, when you You watch stuff and everything. Yeah. And you know, a lot of comics nowadays, like even on the shelf, you can be like, oh man, their heart wasn't in that. Or like, that's, that feels like a cash grab, you know? Yeah. A lot of the, a lot of these digital or just yeah the resounding meh right it's hard it's like comics comics are a hard art form to you know you swim in and out of it's like a way right but mm-hmm. this is one of those this whole series is one of those examples of um dc and, and a lot of times today especially uh people are a little averse to just the not just a cash grab but like a cat like a like an ip grab right mm-hmm. it's like it would be really easy for for you to see like, oh, to be cynical about it. And yeah. people are even today, even about the, you know, Batman 89. Oh, they're just they're just releasing it because they can, because it's a cash grab for Batman 89. But it's like, but it was done. That's done with care with the original writer. You might not love it, but like it's they're trying to make something cool here. Yeah. Um, but you but you can see, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, they just own the IPs. They they got to crank stuff out to make yeah, money off of it. Exactly. But back in this time, especially they they were doing it digital first, which was a which was a controversial, I would think, at the time, because they're like, oh, you know, people are going to buy it twice. You know, that will we're which we are already saying. But um, <laughs> yeah, but that's our not choice, new to me. <laughs> right. Or like, yeah. I, you know, you have to buy it digital if you want to read it at first and blah, 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 blah. You know, but really, that is a. That all still comes down to it's a comic consumer problem. You know, if you're if you're complaining about that stuff, you're already a comic book fan and you're not the target. Like as long as they're it's offered in both forms mm-hmm. somewhere, somehow, 
that's great. You know, at least we're not in the in the timeline yet where it's like physical comics are only released in trade paperback form or something, you know, because that was the thing years ago where they're like, oh, they're just going to do digital issues and you have to buy trade and you only can get trades physical. And I'm glad we're not there yet. Because, you know, yeah. we're tr- we're triple, quadruple dippers here on this show. Oh my gosh, we'll buy a yeah. digital, we'll buy the physical, we'll buy the trade, <laughs> we'll buy the yeah. hardcover, and we'll buy the omnibus. And yeah. we'll buy the absolute. So Sucker. we're, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll buy them all. We'll ship them all. Yep. We're going to take them out a whole door. new door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Let's get into those uh, usual questions, shall we? Yes, you've got a question? First off, Ryan Haas. Yes. What was your favorite part of the short Halloween? Let's see. It's a short story. It is. I would say my the the thing that gave me a chuckle, the most legit chuckle was was the was uh you know, Julie, uh Robin. Mm-hmm. I'm calling her I'm calling her Julie. Uh when she calls in the the authorities at the end of the of the of the, of the issue and it's oh, the nice. parents like I, I thought that was a good punchline i thought that that was yeah. very 66 tone um fits within the kids having a good time but you mm-hmm. know being heroes kind of thing on in the parents um not too far off my the whole hollow experience yeah 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 from the that image all the way up through well seeing it digital how it looks digitally also you know yeah. experience is a good word for it. it it's just i mean from the whole like that image and then they bust through the bushes on the you know on their little batmobile to fit two up, bat vehicles into this short story look at that yeah that fit and they like kitty them up to where it's like oh yeah it's very appropriate it fits to the the nod of the climbing up the the tree to mm-hmm. I got a rock, you know, that little nugget. And then <laughs> yeah. the the punchline with the authorities or the parents and all that. I think, yeah, that was the part that stuck out the most to me. Yep. Um, how about a favorite panel? Favorite panel. I can find it real fast. Well, you know what? I was having trouble finding. Well, I was having trouble finding one, but uh, it in print, it would be the the I'm Batman reveal um, because you kind of don't know how that's going to happen in print until you turn the page where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I know he's going to become Batman, but what's it going to look like? And then you see it and then it's like, that's pretty, that's pretty fun. Um, but digital seeing that the hollow without the text looks really cool. Um, yep. So if I had to pick digital, I'd pick that one. Boss, that is mine. Mm-hmm. You betcha. Um, especially when I can get it without all the text and everything. You bet I screenshot that shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm that's that's it. That's the one. So that's it was a it was kind of a no brainer for me that that was yeah yeah. Although I did I really like the image of when he bursts out the door. It says I'm Batman. Yeah, I mean that's it's, a fun. It's one a good too, one, but yeah, but this I mean this is in like, digital is the, is 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 there. N- is there a thing with the reveal? Like, is it just the door and then he appears as Batman? Um, Perhaps. I just, re- yep. It's, oh the, my goodness. The door and then An open boom, door. I'll be boom. Batman. Oh my goodness. I got to get this. I got to get this digital. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. That's fun. 
would you like to see this adapted in animation? If that's this a tough was, one now. If this was ten to fifteen years ago, I would say yes. Yeah, uh, because having Adam West and Burt Ward voices would be essential for this. So much so that when I was reading this, I was thinking about this uh, inevitable question, and I was like, you know what? This would be really cool in animation because I could see them. Or even in live action, if they did this in the 60s, I'm like, what they could have done, like, I was like, what could they have done if they adapted it? That would be kind of unique to that version, um, which would still keep the tone and be funny. I'm like, they could have done something really wacky, like when when Julius the boy puts his the Batman mask on, he suddenly mm-hmm. sounds exactly like Adam West, and it's just Adam West doing the voiceover as the kid. I was like, that would be kind of hilarious, you know? Yeah. And you kind of, you kind of get that or that vibe a little bit when you read it where like his dialogue is kid dialogue, but then sometimes he'll kind of get into Batman mode and say more Batman related things. Like, don't worry, old chum, you know, like ready mm-hmm. Robin. Like he knows like, Oh, this is the way Batman would talk. This um, is the way. And I love the way that, uh, you know, the sister Robin, sister Robin starts. Yeah. When Julie, I love how she like, she also, you know, she takes on her role. You you think like, Oh, she might be disappointed to to change her, you know, Lone Ranger outfit, but she takes on her role with stride and knows exactly how to be Robin with the fist, you know, the palm slam and all that. And it's really good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I think it would be, you know, especially if it was in an era where we could have have uh, Weston Ward with us uh, for alliteration, a post uh, post West World. I'm just I don't know. Post West know World, you can no. Ralph Garman like does a good right. West impression, but it's just like and but it, we you know, know. we know, still, and that we know that actually could kind of still work just because it is li- literally a wink and a nod cameo like we love you batman like this whole story you know the way you read it the way it comes across is like we love batman 66 you know happy halloween it kind of could work i think as a one-off like fun remember how awesome these you know batman 66 was and they're not the main characters at all and they just show up for like two seconds at the end and i think that could be okay um but um preferably you know yeah yep it's like one I'm of looking... the only ways i could say i could see that like actually working pre 2017 i just said yes but now like not so mm-hmm. much and yeah. i mean and i had it noted specifically for the animated adaptation question of yeah you know like to get my fix would do, would be uh batman in my basement so it's it it just <laughs> right. felt very much like that. You to get where, that same vibe. I don't know that we need it because we do have it, but I would never say right. I don't want more Halloween content. Right. <laughs> so right. if they were really thinking about it too, like okay, then yeah, go for it. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like nah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, if you have any any final thoughts that you, I mean, sometimes I feel like final thoughts is just regurgitating what we've already said. But <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty good. It's just it's one of those stories that you know you think. You're going to have a 20 minute podcast and you talk about it way longer just because it's it brings up so much good context around it and Mm -hmm. is ends up being just a perfect little reason to kind of celebrate 
Batman, celebrate the Halloween, celebrate this this art form, you know, in print and digital and Batman 66. It's just kind of a it's just kind of a good time. And what what a, what a great way to kind of kick off spooky month. Yeah. Uh, setting right into Halloween. Uh, there was. I don't know. This is such a fun. Themed kids cartoon, I think. It, like in the mm-hmm. end of what this mm-hmm. kind of is like market of, you know, annual visits. I do of Garfield's Halloween special. And then oh, that's a good one. Um, yes, you and I share mutual love for Garfield's and then the great pumpkin, and Charlie Brown and friends. The like this feels like it's almost like a of a different medium. Another thing like that. This is an yep. annual read for me now <laughs> right, because it's it so quick. It's so, it's so fun. short. You just throw it, it in the grab bag of Halloween fun stuff yeah and it's not just like oh the opening page has a pumpkin halloween yep. and then that's it's it about it's like halloween no, halloween the whole way mm-hmm. through so um yeah i love this i'm glad you chose it i'm glad i would have stumbled upon it at some point anyway but um this sped up that process so yeah fantastic. Well, delighted. well done delighted. so what's the halloween batman 66 for next year I don't. Yeah, that's haven't exactly found it. one yet, huh? Well, there's make there's it egghead zombies. somehow. There's there's zombies. There's like uh King Tut and zombies. So you know. Well, shit. There we go. There's, there's a graveyard and zombies. Nobody gets to call it. Hoss Hoss already did. Don't forget that I said that if I don't find a better King Tut and mummies and zombies, like I think you know maybe maybe yep. we'll see. <laughs> um, Hoss, thanks for kicking off Spooky Month. With a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do, do you it? have do you have anything that you want to plug and mention to oh anybody my goodness. and everyone? Well do you? <laughs> I do. Um I always mention the uh when I'm on these shows, the Super Mario Brothers movie archive website, which does exactly what it says. Uh, but we actually are doing crazy cool stuff right now. There is a 4K release that is in the works. It is coming. Yeah. Um how can you help support this release? You ask. I'm so glad you did. Uh, and I couldn't hear you because I'm on the show and you're listening. But if you want to support it, um, if you just go to at SMB movie on Twitter, uh, we've got like links for uh, PayPal fundraiser and, and such um, because we are raising funds to help fund um, all of the special feature work we are producing uh, on our end. So there will be, a crazy amount of content that's that we that will be on the disc that we are producing things like multiple commentaries you know poster restorations deleted scenes work print restorations featurettes like little mini documentaries all kinds of amazing things are being done right now and Mm -hmm. unless we get enough donations that will be coming out of our sad little fan pockets. So please donate so we can actually enjoy the release and uh, it'll make it the best it can be. So just go, go to SMB movie on Twitter and you'll see all that info. Um, I will be buying because I bought that VHS when it had to be birthday money or Maybe I sold like I made money in the garage sale and I bought that VHS and mm-hmm. I watched the hell out of that movie <laughs> and I have not seen it, have not seen it since I got rid of my VHS tapes. So and you don't have a 4K yet. So this is perfect exam- reason. I'm for very you to get I'm very looking forward to that movie 
especially having not watched it, it has to be 20 years that I haven't seen it. So I can't wait. Especially knowing how like dedicated you have been to that, that movie. Then I, for me to revisit it now is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy is working on lots of content. We might even have a commentary on it. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I know you're tired of listening (sighs) to me, but it it might happen. I want to hear it. So, uh, as for the Batman Book Club, follow on Twitter, Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming spooky month episodes, uh, and uh, sometimes even some giveaways. Uh, make sure. Let's see what else. Uh, you, if you want to help support the show, Patreon.com/slash the Batman BC, TeePublic.com. Type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club, where you can get some cool. Things with the Batman Book Club logo expertly crafted by the one Justin Kowalski, the Batman Book Club's own vampire. Uh, but also the if you don't want to spend any money at all and you want um, that's 100% a OK. The easiest, quickest, most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. So we're whichever podcast feed you get it from Apple, Spotify. Um, does anybody use it on Amazon? It's available. It's there. Google, iHeartRadio, wherever. Just go to the rate and review page. Rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as Haas and I both know, that word is panic. Panic. So for, <laughs> for the old chum, Ryan Haas, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, eat more Halloween candy. And read my baby. You got me.